Hi everybody, it's been a long time, but back again for another installment of ARS 45 Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, founding father. This is not my foundry, but this certainly is ARS 45, a show that goes 45 minutes or less or more talking about all things in the world of anime, manga, comics, gaming, and all things geeky. It has been a while since uh, getting a chance to to come up in uh, lovely podcast land here. So many things have happened. A lot of, you know, globe-changing things have happened uh, across the board. And things have happened uh, just within my own corner of uh, the world itself. Um, had an opportunity course with uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic becoming more of an endemic as, uh, as things have um, progressed. Uh, certainly seems as if um, life is trying to uh, restore itself slowly but surely. Um, everyone is still more or less treading um, as carefully as they can, and there are others that um, are choosing to, to kind of throw caution to the wind, but everyone else is still uh, being as cautious as they possibly can. Um, very much uh, changing times. Of course, um, since the previous broadcast, a lot of stuff has happened, including uh, uh, matter uh, within uh, within the Ukraine, uh, you know, a, a military uh, conflict has uh, erupted there and has uh, caused a lot of grief and a lot of pain um, to everyone across the board. And that is still uh, ongoing as of uh, this recording. Uh, just a lot of lot of things happening in the world. So it's been a little bit just to, to get back here and just to be able to give some sort of... Um, some sort of like, some sort of distraction away from some of what life has uh, provided us lately, uh, what the real world has provided us lately. So we have, of course, uh, our geeky circle here that um, pretty much gives us a lot of things. And there's been quite a lot that's happened uh, within the uh, spectrum lately, especially in anime. So not to bury the lead, but I guess I'm going to bury the lead because that's been really the talk lately. And the talk is uh, Crunchyroll. So over uh, the past month, uh, it was uh, revealed that Crunchyroll would, in fact, out of the uh, Sony acquisition of both Bunny and Crunchy, uh, that uh, Crunchyroll will be the uh, premier for streaming. Uh, the Funimation um, side of things uh, will roll into Crunchyroll. And there's been other updates to that. Since uh, that particular uh, uh, report, uh, it seems that there's going to be a matter of rebranding in some capacity where the home video market uh, seems seems to be leaning into the to, to the crunchy side since crunchy is the surviving um, element there so it'll be very interesting to see how that goes about 
um, you know, moving forward. It's it's still Sony maintaining um, the home video market, of course, with uh, you know with that, and of course, uh, Aniplex USA, and of course, Aniplex proper. So uh, very, very crazy stuff from uh, from that side, and of course, with that, a lot of uh, talk on the internet. From well, there's always talk on the internet, but talk uh, from uh, fans of uh, voice actors and voice actors and voice actresses talking about uh, particular changes in the industry and, and you know matter of, of livable wages. A lot of things are coming out of um, matters, especially as Sony um, is, uh, is is running the, the roost of that. Uh, within the streaming wars, which, of course, escalated um, with Crunchyroll apparently revealing as the spring season of anime is coming about, and uh, this is the top of the hour, um, you know, this is one of the top of the hour news, uh, trending news spots for, uh, for ANN, as trending news stories, I should say. Uh, Crunchyroll Crunchyroll to halt ad-supported streaming starting with the upcoming uh, spring season. So apparently uh, three episodes of select titles to be available for ad-supported viewing for one week after premiere until uh, May 31st. So uh, it seems like um, Crunchy is kind of leaning out of um, the the ad-free element and uh, they'd like people to spend more money. And uh, fortunately, some uh, people don't like that. Well, it's sorry to disappoint people, but uh, it's the it used to be the old saying that, uh, and even uh, to, to some members of Rest Stop as well said, uh, "Well, uh, subs are free on the internet." Well, uh, no, <laughs> not in Crunchyroll. Not when it comes to Crunchyroll in their uh, their territory. Look, it's prevalent industry anime is uh has been performing very well streaming wise it's a, it's a revenue stream it it was bound to happen uh sooner or later sooner or later um but it's uh it's it comes with uh that element it's business um those who don't like it um you find another streaming service there's there's plenty of them you throw a rock you could probably hit another streaming service <laughs> <laughs> of course, that doesn't stop some fans from saying other things and uh, wanting to travel the seven seas, if you will, which uh, is not a real solution. Sorry, not sorry. Um, some people will be shocked to hear that. And this is not um, a shill or anything like that, believe me. If anyone checks matters, uh, this is pretty much a fight by fans for fans project so there's no shilling here um as one who has studied business um that doesn't that's not gonna help that's only gonna hurt a lot because if any other company sees that and just goes hey our stuff isn't our stuff is good enough to pirate but no one's actually you know it's not good enough for people to buy well i think we'll just take our bowl and go home and you know some people will do that just saying, um, think some people might want to chill for a bit. 
you know, see how things, how things actually play out uh, within uh, the stream of um, matters for, uh, for the streaming wars and some of the, the changes here. Of course, Crunchyroll is initiating that particular change on their, their side of the house. But that's to be expected as they, they'd like to protect their interests, its business. Uh, of course, some of the other Crunchyroll news to, to hit as well. And uh, is a shock for some, but not a shock for others. And that's a removal of certain titles. Of course, there's always a time, every anime title, uh, even some, some all-time greats, they have licensing agreements. And in some cases, um, you know, those licensing agreements expire and titles leave. So this comes also courtesy of ANN as uh, Crunchyroll is going to remove... Uh, Quite a few of the Sentai titles, actually. Quite a few from the Sentai library. Um, of course, you know, some of the expected uh, titles, and there's quite a lot of them. Um, of course, Batum, Kami Got Kill, uh, Chivalry of a Failed Knight, that's a nice one. Uh, Flowers of Evil, Food Wars, of course. Uh, very big title in Food Wars. Um, Gate. Gates Fun, Golden Time. Um, uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Which is a fun title. Old Otaku of the Mountain is uh, highly recommended that to me. Majestic Prince, one of my personal uh, favorites. Madaka Box, um, along with quite a few others. Actually, uh, it's, it's a long list, and it's uh, it's the Sentai titles, and of course, a lot of those titles can be seen on uh, the High Dive streaming uh, service. Uh, for those that have uh, followed matters and those who are very keen to uh, the the business side of anime, there there's no uh, there there the the parties involved in this uh, particular news bit. There's there's no uh, there's no mystery there. There there's a couple things there. <laughs> there's quite there's quite a few uh, factors in that. Of course, high dive is you know, owned now by uh, AMC. So AMC acquired them. So uh, one, they were profitable. Two, they wanted more of a avenue into the streaming uh, side of things. And uh, that was the best way to do it. So they're not only into anime, but they also have a further streaming element to boot. Uh, in addition to their previously established uh, track record. Very, very interesting times there and of course uh sentai and and funny there's there's history there history i will not go into on uh, this particular broadcast but there is history there so this some of the happenings uh in the stream of things um for for anime some of the bigger that's the, the biggest spot is that uh crunchy is uh is the premiere out of this we knew there was going to come a time where funny where sony was going to have to choose or have some sort of merger some sort of unification others figured that it would be either the two form a hybrid of funny role or something of the sort but no it's, it's going to be crunchy for the streaming side we'll have to see how things uh, work out on that humble as uh, things go about. Speaking of um, 
matters for the streaming side, of course, Netflix uh, still uh, doing quite well as far as uh, the anime streaming side goes, as far as uh, acquisitions and you know being on production committee for a lot of stuff. Um, of course, they unveiled a trailer for uh, Vampire in the Garden. Um, very interesting trailer, uh, definitely worth uh, checking out. Um, you know, it's one of those quote-unquote Netflix originals on production committee. That, you know, we know how that works. Of course, um, one of the other uh, news tidbits coming out of Netflix is uh, in regards to JoJo. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, which is uh, the current running um, entry in uh, the JoJo anime. It's uh, due to return for the second part of the of the series. Uh, it's going to be coming actually in the fall, and that's going to be episodes thirteen through thirty thirteen through twenty four. Pardon me, thirteen through twenty four, and uh, you know that will be pretty much the, the the centerpiece for things. I'm looking forward to Stone Ocean returning. Uh, like everyone else, it's been kind of a delay there. And, uh, you know, can never get enough um, JoJo. So, you know, in, in, in especially this particular um, installment uh, that features uh, Jolene and, uh, you know, the Jolene, the daughter of... Um, Jodoro and uh, her unique and pretty much to the title Bizarre Adventure. Gonna be a sight to uh, to see there. Um, another surprising headline um, that that hit was apparently Afro Samurai. Um, being a thing again, uh, well, particularly in manga form, because uh, Afro Samurai has not been seen in a long, 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 long time. Uh, for this particular podcast, or I recall, Afro Samurai premiering on Spike TV cable. Of course, we're talking about the manga here, and it comes uh, from ANN, uh, Titan Comics. Titan, I have brought up uh, the company before. For uh, their worthwhile release of um, the Yakuza actioner uh, Ryuko. Uh, Titan Comics is actually going to be headlining this uh, release of um, Afro Samurai. It's going to be the director's cut of it. And it is to commemorate the 15th anniversary of the anime. So, um, very, very interesting times. Of course, Afro Samurai was created by uh, Takashi Okazaki um, and originally debuted in 1999. So, um, as you know, in, in manga form. And, uh, you know, from there it uh, took off and um, was adapted by uh, Studio Gonzo and made history. So, um, you know, made history, had, um, had some games released too. You know, actually had a, actually had a video game rather. Um, Actually, two, two. So interesting to see Afro Samurai come back. 
and that someone that, that Titan sees, you know, something worthwhile in that. Um, definitely a sight to see. Speaking of manga, um, uh, a manga series that uh, recent, recently became an anime and uh, got some attention, uh, apparently for a couple of things. Got attention just in general for being entertaining and then attention from Twitter because Twitter's stupid. <laughs> uh, and I'm talking about um, My Dress Up Darling. Uh, so My Dress Up Darling uh, the controversy that came out of that apparently uh, deals with uh, the main character. Um, apparently there is a spot where uh, the character is uh, tanned when uh, apparently um, those apparently when she gets tanned, she, she looks like a different person. So she looks like, you know, a, a POC for some people. And, uh, that is considered quote unquote bad by Twitter standards of things. There's there's a whole wet bag of cats that I don't want to go into on that one yet. I personally didn't find it offensive myself. Not at all. And apparently from this particular headline, no one else seems to have a problem with it as uh, my dress up darling manga um, is added uh, 2 million copies in circulation since the anime's debut. So apparently they, it hasn't stopped the printing press on that. It's, it's doing well for itself. The fact that those numbers are up and um, it's, you know, the title is, uh, you know, catching, uh, is catching some, some big waves don't think there's a problem there just just saying there was a problem they would have pulled it it's not a problem i don't think they're gonna pull it just just putting it out there folks um in some other uh worthwhile news here um particularly as it pertains to uh matters of anime and this is actually a, a you know pretty fun one so According to, and this comes from, uh, I, this comes from uh, uh, Filthy Casuals, uh, kind of favorite, maybe a favorite, not so favorite uh, source. It comes from Polygon, and uh, it reads here that uh, apparently that you can catch up on all of Satoshi Kon's uh, movies. And including the documentary that's attached to him. So, very interesting times. Of course, Satoshi Kon uh, was a beloved um, critical ace of a director um, who did a lot of uh, great things. Um, you know, from he was an animation director for Rojin Z, of course, you know, director for. Uh, Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress, um, Tokyo Godfathers, uh, Paprika, uh, you know, a lot of really worthwhile things uh, that set him apart from a lot of directors um, that inspired many, many, many people. 
uh, world over. And his stuff, his, his movies can be seen, apparently. Uh, you can watch them all for free. Uh, the National Museum of Asian Arts is hosting an online retrospective of the late anime auteurs films. Um, and apparently you can see that uh, matter uh, online. Uh, certainly, certainly check it out. Um, if you, you get the time. In fact, a lot of his works are available. Um, you can certainly register for the retrospective event via event, uh, eventive page, which is, uh, you can find that there, or you can check out his works on, uh, Right Stuff. You could buy his works because his works are, uh, very much worth it by and far. Um, definitely, um, there've been other directors since Satoshi Kon, but, um, you know, he's one of a kind and no one can ever replace, uh, you know, his, uh, unique vision. With that said, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to jump into a couple other little tidbits in the world of uh, gaming, as well as a little geekash pod. Don't go anywhere, folks. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before we get into matters of uh, gaming, I just want to make a special note here as uh, a headline uh, happened over the course since our last episode that um, uh, a noted um, mecha designer, um, Kazutaka uh, Miyatake, had um, suffered some some uh, fair share of, of, of losses um, and uh, how fandom... Um, organized and, and came to his aid um, and and that came about uh, this headline came about via um, ANN and there's a GoFundMe campaign uh, that was launched for uh, Kazutaka Miyatake of uh, Macross Notoriety a lot of other series as well uh, from Macross to Eureka 7 um, and a lot of things in between, Gunbuster and the like, uh, very much a legend. Um, unfortunately, um, he lost his wife and was hospitalized after um, a, a fire um, uh, that had uh, broken out and apparently destroyed um, uh, part of his house. Um, people organized to, to his aid and uh, raised... Um, more than enough, actually, uh, of, of that that GoFundMe goal. They, they raised actually far more, um, uh, exceeded that immensely to, to help him. And uh, I think that's a very keen thing and an extremely noted thing that should be talked about more, um, that uh, these individuals, um, creators, artists, um, actors... Uh, they they give to us 
in that respect and to be able to um, aid them in a matter that is uh, very, in a situation that is very much of, of you know, the, 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 the human condition to, to help them um, in a time of need, I think is, is, is tremendous. Um, and because it goes far and, and above and beyond um, particular elements, you know, it, it, it shows that, you know, at the end of the day that we're all uh, people and, um, you know, there, there is, there is a, 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 there is a, a kindness, there is a, there is goodwill in, uh, in the world, and you do see it, and this was certainly, uh, um, this was certainly one, and I wanted to, to bring that up, um, as a point of interest, um, within this stream of things. No, very, very definite, um, very, very definite effort, um, on that note, uh, that we will get to uh, 16-bit and look at a couple of things that have uh, come out of this, the fray here. Of course, um, fighting game-wise, everyone is uh, very excited as uh, Testament has been revealed as uh, the last character for Guilty Gear Strive's uh, first season, um, along with a few other updates. Uh, to the game, Testament is uh, going to be the latest character. He will be the one to wrap up uh, Season 1. Um, you know, uh, Testament debuted uh, with a slightly new look uh, for uh, modern aesthetic. Of course, uh, the internet has taken kindly to that aesthetic, as you would expect. It's the internet. So, <laughs> um, play style looks, uh, you know, it's... Very keen for Strive. It still keeps some of the elements we know from Testament. Some of them, not all of them. Um, looking forward to playing against this uh, character again. Because uh, I was never really a Testament player. Testament is a very good character. But just was never my, uh, was, was never my particular character. And speaking of, 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 of taste and interests, um, this comes from... Uh, um, from Polygon, and as a matter of Gran Turismo. So apparently Gran Turismo 7 um, has not been doing well um, since its uh, debut. It's, uh, you know, apparently there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of grinding involved. There's too much grinding involved, even though it is a racing game and, you know, replayability, but there's way too much. There's an excessive amount, apparently. So... You know, to get the the amount necessary to buy particular cars and mod them and all that, there, there's a lot there. So, apparently, the players are being awarded one million free credits after uh, this backlash hit. And of course, given the um, some of the reviews of uh, Gran Turismo Seven, um, it's it, it's always a matter of, of being able to. Um, have it's a it's a balance of it's a balance of customer service when it comes to particular games especially when you have a dlc element and um you know you want it as a not quite a game game as a service but it's it's you know kind of teetering in that spot that you know in this case grand turismo 7 was highly anticipated it it did not 
live up to expectations upon debut. Gee, I wonder what that sounds like. Uh, cyberpunk, maybe? But no. Um, you know, patches. Patches and backlash. Patches and backlash. Um, fandom made itself clear. And, um, you know, things are balancing out in that. So we'll see what happens as um, things are, are going about, um, you know, there. Because there's so much to play now uh, in the stream that you, you have to come really correct with your, your game. There's so much um, there's so much there to play, uh, you know, whether it's Ghostwire Tokyo that um, since then, uh, since its initial uh, trailers is, is now a thing. And of course, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, uh, you know, has got all sorts of attention. Um, I know Deckard Bain um, enjoys that one too. Uh, there, there's so much to play. So you can't really, can't really stammer in that. You, you gotta, you gotta do more. Uh, speaking of doing more, apparently, uh, you know, because um, Guilty Gear is doing well, King of Fighters 15 is uh, is doing quite well. Great player base. Um, it, it it's very much a, a you know solid sequel. Um, you know in the long running King of Fighters uh, series. Uh, some people feel as if, uh, especially given uh, some of the more recent uh, news, that uh, just just you know in some of the trends lately that people aren't playing enough fighting games. Apparently, like there there's even for the Evo roster that was announced um, not too long ago, which King of Fighters 15 will be uh, part of that element. Um, it'll be King of Fighters 15, Street Fighter 5. So pretty much everything except Smash is, is there. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, people aren't really talking about fighting games. And... Uh, Apparently, uh, there's some people that feel like certain single-player games have taken away the crowd. You know, and have pointed fingers at the likes of, uh, of Elden Ring and uh, Final Fantasy XIV. You know, I, I say, uh, you know, this it's, all of that is to the smallest violin in the room. Because uh, people are going to play what they, what they want to play. And if things are good, if you like fighting games you'll eventually rotate back. That's just it. Plainest day. Plainest day. In other news, um, in other opinions, uh, the latest Kirby game is hit and is doing uh, quite well for itself. I mean, after all, it's Kirby. Uh, this podcaster's favorite Kirby game is... Uh, goodness, I have to go back. Kirby Dream Course, I believe, for the Super Nintendo. This is my all-time favorite Kirby game. It made me enjoy golf. Thank you, Kirby, for making me enjoy golf. But Kirby in the Forgotten Land is um, performing quite well for itself. And, um, you know, graphically looks great, plays well. It has all of the charm that you've come to know and love from uh, that character. So if you like Kirby, or if you haven't played a Kirby game in a while, this is one to check out. Uh, I've got my eyes on it myself. So 
very much looking forward to it. Um, as it relates to um, games that are just uh, doing pretty well for themselves, of course, Elden Ring is uh, everywhere. Elden Ring is uh, apparently it, it, it's all over the place. It's throughout my friends list even now. So that kind of tells you where things are going. And of course, with the latest update that occurred uh, this past week, there's there's so much to do, so much to see. There's already so much to do and so much to see. Now there's more. And of course, with the patches, there's been buffs and nerfs, buffs and nerfs abound. Um, looking forward to getting more into uh, Elden Ring. May even uh, play it on, uh, you know, stream for you. Put perhaps on uh, the ARS stream on Twitch or uh, Founders Foundry. You know, you know, keep an eye out on your your, your Twitch notifications uh, for those. Otherwise, um, you know that that's pretty much the, the 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 element in the game space because right now everything's either coming off pretty well or you know you're just getting more patches of of foot so this podcaster will uh keep abreast of some uh some other things uh coming forth especially with um with uh this year we still have so much to, to to do and see um Especially looking forward to the Nintendo roster uh, for more releases, and uh, you know, and Sony still got a few things coming out of the the wash for sure. And uh, we're not counting out Microsoft. Microsoft's obviously with the latest; um, they've got some surprises too. We know that uh, with uh, the acquisition with Activision, they're kind of just you know really taking their time on things, uh, particularly when it comes to Call of Duty, and uh, just kind of respecting matters for where they are. So all we can do is just really wait and see what what comes of that. And it should be uh, fun to see um, what occurs from here. And especially with Overwatch 2 being in development and, you know, being, you know, at least in the pressure cooker. So lots of fun times ahead. Lots of fun times ahead. On that note, folks, we're going to take a quick break when we return. We're going to get into a little Geek Gashapon and um, see what we have here. Don't go away. And we are back. And this is Geek Gashapon opening up here for ARS Worldwide Podcast. Uh, Welcome back. So pretty much catching up on a few things in the geek sphere. Let us open up, see what has been happening lately. So this actually comes from CNN. Uh, apparently, a rare pay copy of Marvel's first comic book sells for $2.4 million. So this, this is the first issue of Marvel when Marvel was uh, you know, starting out anthology. You know, it's that that first issue with uh, just like it's it's the uh, you know the the very first Human Torch just kind of plopping through uh, the wall, and uh, you know the other guys like just scared to death, like what is this? Um, 
He, of course, was first published in 1939, and it's netted more than 2.4 million at auction. Wow. Wow. So apparently, this book is a pay copy, meaning it includes the publisher's handwritten notes on the pay payments owed to artists. So apparently, publisher Lloyd uh, Jockett, Jockett uh, used the pencil to record the amounts due to artists like Frank Paul, who worked on the cover. These notations add unique historical value to the comic, and uh, which is very interesting very much noted in that regard it this is you know pretty much uh it, it's should be in a museum well it's in someone's museum <laughs> something unfortunate pay that much um apparently another copy of marvel number one although lacking the notations that make the pay copy so valuable sold for 1.26 million in 2019 so you know the more you know, folks, the more you know. And that comes courtesy of uh, CNN for, uh, for providing that. Uh, there, there's so much, of course, going on. Of course, uh, you know, the Oscars are, uh, you know, as of this recording, the Oscars are, you know, happening. And, of course, uh, there's some noteworthy uh noteworthy uh, uh movies and things to boot uh for the year of course um prior to that uh the one movie that did not make matters was uh spider-man but that's okay um there's still quite a few others that are in the running for a few things such as dune so uh you know look out for for uh the oscars if you enjoy uh matters for sure in fact i believe it's being reported uh, courtesy, I believe comicbook.com has reported that uh, Dune is uh, raking it in and apparently uh, sound uh, composer, you know, immense uh, you know, score composer Hans Zimmer has won for, uh, for Dune. So, good times. Good times. Good times are afoot. Um, you've got, you know, things happening there of course moon Knight is uh approaching and you know approaching on disney plus just as uh the netflix stuff is hit so you know it the net the former netflix marvel stuff is now disney plus proper um it seems like uh marvel does not mind getting uh you know violent in that regard now some people it's it's caught them a little off guard like huh wait so this is a good thing I'm very excited for it, and especially when uh, when when DC has done so well with uh, the Peacemaker series, um, I think it's it's a welcome element to kind of expand um, that aspect out. Very very interesting times for sure um, within the spectrum. On that lovely note, folks as we we go about uh matters in the sphere here we're going to take a quick break to readjust uh the audio when we return going to be uh wrapping up a few things on the side stay tuned 
Sorry about that, folks. Back again. Uh, of course, one of the other uh, news bits to come out is apparently the deleted scene from the Batman film. Uh, of course, the uh, the Batman featuring uh, Rob Pattinson as uh, the Cape Crusader done really well. Uh, you know, they've always been they've been pretty bold with uh, this film's trailers. But uh, apparently they decided to take it a step forward and show a deleted scene with uh, Batman and Arkham talking to uh, the the clown prince of uh, crime. Very, very intriguing um, and very creepy stuff. It's just worth checking out. Um, this is a, 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 some defining, these are some defining times for this stuff, especially used to be very protected, hey, let's, let's, you know, let's wait till the Blu-ray or something, like, no, let's, let's put this out on, uh, put this out on YouTube for people to see, so, uh, very impressive, uh, material to see, uh, from Warner on that, that front, and, you know, with that, of course, um, for those who are collectors, and this comes from, uh, this comes from uh, Near Mint Condition. Uh, known YouTuber, um, solid. Um, apparently has been uh, hosting a lot of different um, matters regarding Marvel as far as like uh, like taking a gauge of uh, different uh, interests like out of the different stories, like especially those that have been out of print for some time, especially in Collector's Element. And apparently, the the big news that has come uh, from uh, Near Mint Condition is that House of M will be uh, getting uh, the omnibus treatment, which is uh, tremendous. Uh, House of M, as an event, um, was a game changer for Marvel, uh, especially by the time I was reading in my college years. Um, you know, this is the one that pretty much reset a couple of things. Uh, it kind of set like new grounds for, um, for the Marvel universe moving forward, and uh, it had some some oh my tremendous effects, uh, tremendous ramifications for uh, for the X Men, uh, given matters there, and. Uh, that omnibus will be coming out in November. It's due in November, so definitely uh, look out for that uh, in the spectrum. With that said, folks, um, as I've just gone over some of the things that have happened since last time I had a chance to record, uh, there's a lot of other stuff, of course, that, that's happening abound, but I wanted to kind of hit some of the high spots and uh and touch on some of the current elements of things that note uh thank you so much for your your patronage your time uh and listening uh of course thank um you know uh my dear friends and and fellow uh members of ars there are plans afoot uh we had plans originally for uh for katsukon that did not happen but uh, it seems like things are being very much positioned for SakuraCon. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, check us out there. Um, certainly over to uh, 
to our, our leader, Adam, and he will definitely answer questions and the like. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, not hard to find. Um, of course, uh, for other lovely uh, musings and the like with your, your host, you can find me at ARS Founder or uh, Founders Foundry on, uh, on Twitter and Twitch. Not too hard to find. On that note, folks, I am the Founding Father. This is my Foundry, and this has been ARS 45 Podcast. Take care, be safe, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye bye.